Welcome to a social experiment gone wrong, entitled, Who Raised You Hoes? Look at the material. What's wrong with the bottom? Nothing. And it is time for Marlon to stir this pot, but goddammit, y'all don't stress me out so much, I just can't. Uh, Woo! Here we are. What a day. Another week. The sun is in the east and the moon reflects. It's the and it's true that I'm manifest. If you want to go to heaven, lay a phone, my rest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you a lot. I hate you a lot. But you brought it back. I hate you a lot. That's right. Welcome to another week of the social experiment gone hardly wrong. I am your host, Lene. In this week, I will be Mama's Gun. Work. That is a great thing. Come on, classic piece of music. How good it is. I'm going to get started. Please don't get started. Please. (laughs) And I am your co host, Marlon. And this week, uh, I'm going to be Zen Friend. Why am I Zen friend, you guys? Because I took a social media sabbatical this week. That's right. If any of you girls have noticed, I ain't tweeted nothing. I ain't spilled nothing. I ain't been on nobody's Facebook. I ain't been on nobody's Instagram. I have gone silent for the week. And I feel lovely. Don't you? Don't you just want to breathe? I am breathing again and again, all Tony Braxton. Yes, bitch. I have de-stressed myself from you hoes, and it feels amazing. I just want to, amazing. That I shall never breathe 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 again. again. Yes. Breathe again. (laughs) Breathe again. All right. Ah. <laughs> the fuck? And I oh, promise shit. you, I promise you that. Back. Yes. Okay, first of all, happy 30 years to Tony Braxton. Today her, song, today her debut album turned 30. Shit. Yes. We are seasoned, bitch, because god damn. 30 years? 30 years of Tony Braxton. Fuck. Don't you feel old, man? No. Season. Watch your mouth. Watch your goddamn mouth. You you watch your tone when you speak to me. Season. You watch old shit. I'm not even there. No. Old is for 80 and up, bitch. Seasoned. All right. That's right. While friend was taking a social media sabbatical, um, I, I think the girls need to know I had to retreat to old habits, kind of to help with thine's mental health. Yes, yes. So the girls didn't know, but I can let them know. A bitch has picked up a book as of late. Work. Okay, I've been picking up books. Me too, friend. What you reading, friend? I am currently reading The Four Agreements. Okay. Pulling me together. 
you should read it too. Yes. The four agreements. You know I'm about to add it to my read list, right? Absolutely, as you should. As you should. Now, thank you a lot. The girls didn't know, but thank you for the recommendation of Passion Marks. Because I already uh, purchased the, I already purchased the sequel and I've already started uh, reading it. Oh, and you it. Listen, Listen, y'all, Lee Hayes, I call him the Zane of the homosexuals because Lee writes the drama, bitch. Writes the drama. I he actually collaborated with um collaborated with Zane for one of his books too. Listen, let me tell you something. That book felt like a movie. I'm not going to hold nobody to Hello? Me. That book felt like a movie. Maybe. But, bitch, you think the book is getting better, but when you get to that last motherfucking chapter, oh, the last chapter, I promise you... <sighs> I again, I picked up reading to kind of help coincide my, with my anxiety. So imagine I'm so enthralled into this book, okay, mm-hmm. that I'm reading it and I'm on the train and I'm just like, I literally said to myself, I was like, oh no, we are finishing this book today. Right that's now. it. That and is it. That's how good the ending of that book was. And then when you get to the end, and then you find out what you find out. And it's uh-huh. like Yeah, the audacity. The gall, really? This is how we're gu- This is where gump- we're going. The gumption, bitch. Got you. Got you. The gumption. While Marlon got the opportunity to take a social media break, I decided not to. Oh shit! So, this week has been a little draining for your boy. Um, work has been kicking thine ass. Mm. Um, it, it is just you know. Let's just say this: Auntie's been occupied. Okay. Okay. And okay. and Auntie's been occupied. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that. Um, when I start to sing signs, then you know what I'm going to get to. Okay. We're going to get into this show. Uh (laughs) Mm, What a a song. What a song. What a song indeed. What a song. Let's get into this shade though. Uh, It's going to be real quick, real brief. Like I told y'all, it was given very much. Let's talk about this real quick and get it over with. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the shenanigans. Because, you know, if they shenan once, they're going to shenan again. All again, right. bitch. Again. <laughs> so let's get into the unhealthy tea first. Mm-hmm. So Burger King over in Thailand introduced a new menu for a new option for the menu. A new, a new selection, if you will. They're introducing a cheese burger. This is gross. Now, let me read. I'm reading actually from CNN. Too much. Burger King, um, Burger King's new offering in Thailand has no meat and twenty slices of cheese. Absolutely, 
Absolutely not. Why? Why? This is coming from Bangkok. Burger King is causing a stir in Thailand with its new uh, with its new offering, a burger with no meat and a jaw dropping amount of cheese. This week, the Thailand operator of the fast food chain introduced what it calls the real cheeseburger, a bun filled with as many as 20 slices of American cheese. The item launched on Thai's menu Sunday at a reduced price of 100 Thai bread. I hope I'm saying that correctly, which is $3. Uh, huh? No, I said bot, but no code. I, I, I said I hope I'm saying that <laughs> Which it equates to $3.10. Gross. Compared to the usual, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. compared to the usual price of three hundred and eighty baht, which is ten dollars and ninety cents in American cash. Girl, what? How did we get that's That's a leap. It's gone. It's gone viral on social media in Thailand, with many users on TikTok posting videos of them trying a new sandwich. This is not a joke. This is for real, Burger King said in a Sunday social media post. At one Burger King branch in, in Bangkok on Tuesday, a shift manager overheard was overheard saying the outlet had stopped delivering takeout um, delivery orders so they could have enough stock left for walk-in diners. One customer ordered the cheesy treat, told CNN, she tried it for the first time after seeing it on social media. It goes on to say she said it was a bit too much. I can yeah. finish only half of it, she said, wrapping her mouth around, wrapping her mouth with tissue. This is an insane amount of cheese into one burger. Food is good when things are at the right combination, but she ordered the main, the item. I, I need y'all. Okay. All right, y'all. All right. You, 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 <laughs> ordered, you ordered the item, ma'am. You ordered the item. I know that we eat a lot of fucked up shit, right? And do. But people, a sandwich with 20 slices of American cheese. 20. Sir, madam, madam, sir. I like you. You love your intestines because what the fuck? I'm sorry. All I can think. Bitch, you're going to need a laxative after that. Because how are you passing it? That's going to lock you the fuck up. Let's be clear. You, I fear for the toilet. I fear for the toilet. You ain't got to fear for it because it ain't going to see shit. Quite literally. When you backed up with 20, 20 slices of cheese and bread, bitch, and bread. No, nope. There's no meat involved in this. I'd rather... Have half a pan of mac and cheese before I try that. Well, because no, if I'm be locked up, let it be for a good reason, bitch. <laughs> okay, gross, gross. So the girls at one point, it's now they've moved on to Timu, but at one point the girls did love a little Shein. Yeah, but Shein is currently Shein. It's currently being listed in a Rico case. I'm sorry, what? Uh, racketeering. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Yeah, yeah. let's get Hold into on. it. Hold on, fucked up the fast fashion. Okay, what happened? Shein is a popular online destination for, for social media influences, influencers and shoppers. 
to stock up on trendy yet affordable clothing. Excuse me, hold on, I got a little cough on me. Mm -hmm. Bad bitch is back. <laughs> okay. But in a new a new lawsuit alleges that the site maintains its edgy by um its edge by engaging in egregious copyright infringement that constitutes racketeering. The complaint was filed on Tuesday in California federal court on behalf of three designers who claimed that they were surprised and outraged to see their products, their products faithfully copied and sold by the Chinese fast fashion retailer. The reproduced products weren't all weren't close call copies where designers are interpreted with some with some liberties, but they were truly exact copies of copyright copyrightable graphic design that was sold by Shein that lawsuit alleges. The company allegedly engages in a pattern of copyright infringement as a part of its effort to produce 6,000 new items every day for its millions of customers. That amounts to a violation of racketeering influence and um, coercion, oh, excuse me, Corrupt Organizations Act or RICO, the chain alleges. Shein has grown rich by committing individual infringements over and over again as a part of long and continuous pattern of racketeering, which shows no signs of abetting, the lawsuit alleges. Shein is the largest fashion retailer in the world with annual sales of almost 30 billion, more than H&M and Zara combined, the lawsuit notes. Bitch, what? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> 30 billion in sales? I am 30 billion. I am reading that correctly from CNN News. Oh, I, girl. The, the world is going to shit, man. It's just, it's going to shit. What the f <laughs> Girl, if you love your good sheen, I suggest you hurry up because it sounds like it's going to turn into a class action in a minute. Oh my God. I can't. I can't. That's deep. And it's That's like, how far is that going to go? Because, baby, once they get started... Once you get started... Once you up. get started... It's going to be a wrap. It's going to be a wrap. That's fucking crazy. Girl, mm -mm. Get, get your pieces. Hurry up. It's mm. July. I still got a few... I got, like, 16 days to Rennie. And I've still got to figure out what I'm getting. I don't know. And I, I, I was going to go and she and now I can't. I mean, you still can, bitch. They ain't started the lawsuit yet. You better get them pieces. Make them pieces, it. <laughs> no, and then Mama did make a little shop on Amazon. If girls didn't know, they are selling a few of the four, pe they, uh, four pieces for the Rainy World Tour. Um, mm -hmm. The shirt, the sweatpants, and there's two other items, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Girl, don't, don't say I didn't tell you and I didn't warn you, girl. You can That's go there. Me. Do the things. So, That's right. first there was the writers, but today at midnight, we are adding the actors. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. For the first time in sixty years, hmm. the writers and actors on Hollywood are on strike together. Together, ho. Because at first it was just the writers, and now it's the actors. I'm getting this for seeing in business. 
July 13, 2023, actors will strike will go on strike after contract talks collapse. What we have covered, um, SAC AFTRA, the union that represents about 160 actors is set to go on strike at midnight Pacific time Friday morning after talks with major studios and streaming services have failed. Actors are calling for increased pay as well as progress as well as progress on residuals paid for when films or shows are shown again and again, particularly on streaming services. They will join eleven thousand member. They will join eleven thousand members of the Writers Guild of America, uh, the Writers Guild of America, who have been on strike for two months. The, tele- the TV studios responded brutally to the strike. The union has regrettable ch- has regrettably chosen a path that will lead to financial hardship. This this is the first time act- this is the first actor strike against television shows and movie productions since 1980, and Hollywood actors and writers haven't been on strike at the same time since 1960. It will likely it will likely bring most re- it will excuse me it will likely bring most remaining productions to a halt. So for the girlies that don't understand what ju- what that means. If you are waiting for another season of your show, there's a high possibility that it's not happening until this is resolved. That's right. (laughs) So, and primarily, it sickens me to hear the CEO of Disney say that they're being unrealistic. Bitch, what? All that fucking money y'all got? It's. I find it ironic that you say this as you are currently, excuse me, let me make sure that I'm right as I get my read in order. Excuse me real quick because... There ain't no fucking way you girls talk about them. They being unrealistic and y'all got all that fucking money sitting over there. So, Bob Edgar, who is the CEO for Disney, had the nerve to say that they're not being realistic, but it was reported back as early as March of this year that his net worth is set to thought to be about at least three hundred and fifty million. So they're being unrealistic when the heads of the studios are the people that are millionaires. And there was a video where there was one writer that um, she described exactly what's going on and what happens, but. A main thing that was said is she said when it comes to streaming, when they shows take these breaks, like they get paid as they're working. So, and on top of that, in their contracts, it's written that they basically have to willingly go unemployed until the show starts back up. So she said while she was working, she made close to 200K. Mm-hmm. That year, but the following year when the show wasn't in production, um, they had took a year break. She said she had made a little shy of thirty nine thousand for the year, but that's because she was unemployed. You see the drastic difference. That's fucking crazy. That's what they're talking about. There's no written on top of that. You might as well say it's almost like freelance work because you only get that one payment. There's no residuals from streaming at all, and even when. Brandy, who plays Mercedes on P Valley, when she showed the residual checks that you get from streaming, it's literally pennies. Crazy. She said, that's why we're on strike. It's pennies. 
Yeah. Like how you're not getting nothing from it. You're not and think about it. How many people go back and watch like shows like P Valley? Over and, and over, over and again. over and over again. And they don't get the proper pay. No, that's not cool. It's that's not, not cool at all. Because how the hell am I supposed to pay my bills if you have me willingly out on unemployment? And then on top of that, you streaming and y'all getting the money off the streams because it's part of your fucking program. But and I'm not then, getting nothing while y'all getting everything every time they watch. And I don't want to hear a crack darn piece of shit about, oh, there's still, we have to, ha there's still law, um, fees and licensing that has to be approved. Y'all got the money. Y'all do. Y'all got the money. Y'all do. I don't want to hear none of that. Y'all got the money. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It don't make no damn sense. Y'all got the money. I support them. And as someone that, of course, coming from two aspiring writers, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be not paid for my art. Like, that's fucking crazy. That's I'm making you all this money and you can't pay me shit? Absolutely not. And it was someone that tweeted, uh, are, are the writers sure that they wanted to do? Because this is ghetto. And <laughs> I think our... And I, um, I tweeted something. I said, I forgot it, what I compared it to at the moment, but I said, we need to be, we need to be compensated properly for telling our stories. Yeah. That's all it boils down to. Because yeah. even when you see the Oscar, like the Oscars, the Emmy nominations, a lot of the shows that were especially a part of our culture, they got basically snubbed for the most part. P Valley didn't get any major nominations. And they should have. And <laughs> I'm still upset that J. Alphonse really did not get the recognition he deserves. For that, that season, he acted the hell out of Little Murder for season two. And got no recognition. Yeah. But I digress, child. So... I only have one thing in child anyway, so. Okay. I want all of us to really think when we get to choose people that we label allies. Oof. We give it willingly and openly to just about anyone. You give this person awards. You recognize mm -hmm. them. They claim that they're part of the community. Y'all automatically, y'all want to throw all the flowers to them. And then you do shit like this. What did she do, child? So y'all recall back a few weeks ago when after the Floyd Mayweather fight and how all those fights erupted. So y'all remember that Jocelyn was arrested, right? Right, right. The body cam footage was released. Oh, shit. Mama is apparently, and I'm saying from Looking at the video, you can tell that she is on something other than alcohol, mm -hmm. other than marijuana. I'll say that mm -hmm. she is mm -hmm. hyped. Mama's hyped up. 
she doesn't want a white person touching her at all. Oh, y'all. Oh, she yells homophobic slurs at them. The drops the F-bomb. Says they're gay. And this is the person that last year got the Trailblazer Award doing Pride in Atlanta. Isn't she a self-professed bisexual? Thank you. Thank you. So, girl, what? You are supposed to be a whole bisexual woman and you find comfort in throwing homophobic slurs at people. Oh, oh. see, this is why. This is why. <laughs> this is the fuck why I stepped my ass back for a week because y'all stressed me out. All the way, every time. It is too goddamn much. It's too much. And, much. And, and that just takes me back to why are y'all awarding people for bad behavior? How is Jocelyn a trailblazer? What How? has she trailblazed? <laughs> what has she done? <laughs> like, somebody needs to fill me in. Like, girl, what do you do well? Quickly. Because the music ain't it. I'm just saying. You had one TikTok hit, and girl, the people liked it because they were laughing at you. It was ridiculous. Can't lie. It was the the beat, but it's just like the song. Ma'am, the the song don't hit. It's It's not what you think it is. It's really not. It's not what you think it is. It's not somebody it's lied not to her. In the words of Tiffany Pollard, someone lied to her. <laughs> oh, some real shit. It's just not it. It's really not. And kids, thank you for attending this quick session of It Child Anyway. So, because we yeah. really do not care. Um, it's just to say you girls really need to do better. And yeah. that's all I got. Well, child. As I told y'all, I have not been on anybody's social media all week. So you guys are actually going to get a little small pot today. Okay. That's right. And we're just going to, it's, it's a really small pot, you know, just enough for a saucer. We're not going to do a whole lot. We're just going to touch on some things. Cause a, I've a been quick with, garden salad. You know, a quick garden salad. You know, a quick cup of Campbell's soup, bitch. Like we're just going to do a little small thing, you know? Um, and it's because I've been, so I want to talk about how the internet affects our daily life. Come on, somebody. And our perception of the world through the eyes of the internet. And I say that that way because Us being millennials and being present for the inception of the internet up until now, bitch, it's it has become its own monstrosity. And the stress that I have 
experienced from social media is oh. not what it was when it first started. It's just not. It used to be an escape from the real world. You know, it used to be a proper place. Um, we, uh, we were uh, we used to be a proper country. Yeah, and it's just not that. There's just a lot of chaos. So I took a break from social media because I know y'all feel it because I felt it. Y'all are stressful on the internet. Y'all there are is, insufferable on the internet. Like there is so much hatred and discourse everywhere you turn. And I just got tired, friend. I really, really did. And I had to take a step back and really reflect on life. Um, and I took on this challenge um, with one of my mutuals, a dear friend of mine, Josh, uh, Josh Joshua Warren. Shout out to Josh. Uh, hey. He is um, a life coach. And I think this was last Saturday or last Sunday. One of them days, I uh, ran across the tweet of his, and he was like, I'm going on a social media sabbatical next week to hear what spirit has been telling me that I cannot hear through this fucking app. Okay. Who's coming with me? And I was like, you know what, bitch? I'm going to do it <laughs> because I'm with that. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I have a hard time focusing with all the voices of everybody else on Twitter. And that's honest to God, one of the reasons why I had took a break from Twitter and it turned into like me not wanting to be on there versus like at all. Like I didn't just rediscover Twitter until the pandemic. I always say that. I didn't yeah. get back into it until the pandemic. And it's certain days where I'll avoid not only Twitter, I'll avoid threads. I'll avoid Instagram. I'll avoid TikTok. It's some days that I just don't want to do it. And I get it. Sometimes it's unintentional for me that I'll just feel like I don't feel like even looking at Instagram. I don't. I don't even feel like logging on to Twitter. I get tired of everyone's wrong entitled opinions. And I do mean wrong. Oh, child. so, So let me ask you this. So what are some of the ways that the internet these days i want to say like within the last i feel like it's gotten more intense since the pandemic honestly it did the pan- oh, way more intense i i feel like the pandemic did it but i'll honestly say 45 intensified it I, you know what you're absolutely right yeah no, absolutely right it, it's like majority of this is residuals of 45 true because that did bring a lot of discourse and then the shit that happened afterwards and shit like that but how has the internet negatively impacted you sometimes it impacts my mood like sometimes sometimes i just be oh my god the anxiety is too much it's too much of my makeup yo but some if i feel like it's necessary to know when it's time to silence the other voices. Now, mm-hmm. I hope I make sense to somebody. When I say silence the other voices, meaning involuntary voices, like, you know, when you gradually just want to yell, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and 
collectively you want everyone to understand you're talking to them. So what you do is, you know what? I'm going to shut you up. I'm going to make you quiet, all right? Walk right on out to act like I don't have time for this. No. Log her out. and Sometimes I wish people, I wish more people would log off. Just go touch some grass, baby. Baby, go read a book. Go, go in the paper. Go talk to somebody in person. Okay. Not through an app. And oh my God. Can we please, at the at the end of this year, can we please do this? Can we leave, leave using your social media as your phone number? What do you mean? You have some people that will not give out their phone number. They'll give someone their Instagram instead. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's become the new business card. People I, don't change phone numbers anymore. It's what's your IG or what's your Twitter? No. I don't want sometimes I don't want you all up in it. I've had you find that on your own. I don't yeah. want to leave you that. I don't want to leave you that at yeah. all. I mean, but even still, if I give you my phone number, my phone number is connected to my accounts, I'm gonna pop up in people you know eventually. Mm. You know. But for me, it's the most negative impact is just the impact that it's had on my mental. You know, I know a lot of us experience a lot of mental attacks from social media in various ways. For a a moment, like a couple of years back, I want to say like back in 2016, 2017, I had to take a step back because I was feeling, to coin a phrase, very unpretty. Like I, I found myself stressed out and and feeling quite ugly because I was following all these niggas that I thought were super attractive. Oh, great. and all of them had the bodies that I wanted, and all of them got this attention that I wanted, and all of them they were beautiful in so many other different ways, and I couldn't figure out why I was feeling fucked up about myself until I took a step back and was like, it's it's because you it's like this fucking uh wishboard of niggas that you follow and for no apparent reason no reason at all just you follow them because they're beautiful and and you are wishing that you look like these people and you gotta like that back on them. it was a point in like 2017 where i went on an unfollowing Free. I unfollowed over a thousand people on Twitter and Facebook. Damn. And if you think about it, because now I'm I'm back to that space now where I feel like I need to purge again. Because people will follow you for whatever reason. Like there's so many people that just follow you and they never engage after they follow. Which is the dumbest shit ever. It's like, what was the purpose? What was the reason? Seriously. Why, why'd, you, why'd you follow? Well, why, why, you, why, how, why is you here? How, why is you here? For real. And it's like, you. so I got this random person out here that's watching my life, but is not saying anything to me. Just watching. Not why? liking, not commenting. Don't wish me a happy birthday. None of, none that. of those things. None of that. I mean, don't be a wallflower. Like, at least wish you a happy birthday. No, and then you so have other problem. folks that'll do things like you follow, you have a really good conversation with that person one time, 
mm-hmm. never hear from them again. And then what what really um what really what really burns my pussy hairs is <laughs> I'm gonna use that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> what really burns my pussy hairs is when people act butthurt when you unfollow them. Like you were never active as a follower for me. Because what were you doing in the first place? You were just uh, you were just sta- you like those niggas that stand in the club just looking around. Just looking. that's what you did. You were a wallflower. I had to clip you from the wall. But see, this is my thing. You follow. You don't engage or interact in any way. And then I unfollow you. And then you then you reach out and say, why you unfollow me? So you are watching and being a creep. Because how would you even know? You don't engage in nothing else. I don't even know. Like, you don't know anything about me. All you're doing is to do is follow. The ones that irk me a little bit, because I had to catch myself in that pattern too. I used to mm-hmm. just follow people because they were cute. Right. And... Then what used to really grind, what used to really, really, what really didn't penetrate my freshly douched hole was. Thank you so much. (laughs) I can't. I cannot. I can't. I took myself out with that one. Bitch. Not to beat me down one one in the with the freshly douche hole that he still ain't like, call you back. <laughs> ain't telling you shit. Okay. The thing that used to really upset me about following these people that I thought were attractive is I really started to really develop this jaded viewpoint things and I used to always think, oh, the person that I want doesn't want me. And then you start to feel undesirable. And mm. you don't deserve to feel undesirable. Okay. You deserve to unfollow that motherfucker. Because the minute sometimes you'll follow them because they're cute. And the minute they open their mouth about a worldly topic, they just become so ugly. They're terrible. They They're so fugly. It's just like this shell, this beautiful ass shell, but it's ugly ass motherfucker inside. It's the craziest My, shit in the world. Craziest I, I, shit I don't in the world. get it. I don't understand it. But hell, I don't care. Like sometimes what I will do, and I do appreciate Apple for this feature. Sometimes what I will do is put myself, put some apps on a time, mm-hmm. like a time limit. And what happens is when you exceed that time limit, it locks the app for the rest of the day. Oh, I might have to dig into that because yes. I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to keep this momentum going once my week is up because I'm like, there is, I, I'm going to find it for you, but it's a certain setting that you can set like your apps for a time frame. Mm-hmm. For like a day, let's say you set it to three hours for social media applications. Once it hits right. the third out that you've been on this app for the third hour, or mm-hmm. you run into three hours used for the day, it locks it. Like you can, gotcha. you like you can unlock it, but it's annoying as hell to uh, try and unlock. That I remember. But again, if you want to do your sabbatical but don't want to remove your apps or your logins because that shit does get annoying. Um. 
you could definitely try that feature. I will research it and send it to you because I remember I using it. I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so before we go, I got one more question because I know um, I, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure that it affects it this way as well. How has social media and the internet affected your life romantically when it comes to dating and shit like that? Well, I would say at one point I'd be like, what, what dating life? It doesn't okay. exist. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but I can say it did kind of destroy a situation before. Okay. Um. Yeah, some of y'all don't need it. I promise you. Some of y'all don't need it. Um, just lock it away. Delete your account. Don't go back. Just don't. Just leave. Just go, girl. Straight like that. Straight like that. That's wild. I don't know. I, you know, I. Oh my gosh, I just thought about it. What? You didn't see the um, footage from last night from the show in Philly. No. Both of the Kevins were at the show in Philly. Both of the Kevins. Kevin. Get the fuck out of it. Are you serious? They were in the audience going off. Beyonce, you know, Beyonce mouth to Kevin Elias. I love you. <laughs> I love it. I and, love it. Oh, you missed it. I was like, Child, she'll be there when I get back. She'll be there when I get back. But um, yeah, like for me, my last relationship before the relationship that I'm in right now. Social media did. Uh, I, I feel like it created this this image that essentially had to be upheld. I'm on somebody, and then people have this preconceived notion of you from what you post online. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's like when the relationship ended and I backed away, everybody was looking at me like, so you're not going to say nothing? Like, what happened? Like, blah, 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 blah. And people become very, very invested. And I've always been one to say, I don't care what I post on my social media, especially when it comes to relationships. I am not obligated to give you any information about my relationship. You're not. I don't, I, I don't care how y'all feel about that. I think that's crazy. You feel like you are obligated to know, and everybody's got this idea in their head where they're like, you posted it, so it's everybody's business now. So you no, gotta tell us. No, bitch, I don't have to tell you shit. Y'all don't show me when your rent is past due and you're about to get evicted. Hello, somebody. You you don't post any um positive tests of any kind when you going through some shit. You don't post that. So why do you feel obligated to my business just because I posted it online? Fuck out of here. Nobody owes you shit. If I post my nigga, I post my nigga. That's and, it. And if I post him, it's because I felt like it. You, if I take down said pictures with said nigga, don't have a right to ask me. No, what happened? I don't no. care. You can find him cute all you want. 
Okay, you can leave just That's like it. he did. Uh-huh. Period. You definitely can. Okay. Yes, but y'all, I just to close it out. I really just want to encourage everybody to take care of yourself out in these internet streets. Yes, please. Step step away. Log off. All this shit is going to be here when you get back. You see these motherfuckers twist and turn and they trying to beat each other out and beat each other at all times. All these platforms is just like... it. It's a lie. It's now a lie. And, and you're doing the same thing across all the platforms. Granted, some platforms give you something a little different than others and all this shit, but ultimately, bitch, if you ain't got your own peace of mind and your own sanity... You'll get sucked up in this shit, and it'll do you worse, more more harm than good. Mm. So be kind to yourselves. Take care of yourselves. And uh, as we close out, I figured we would do something that we haven't done in a very long time because I ain't on the internet, so I ain't got no how to make you feel. But friend, mm. let's give the girls a mental health tip this week. Let's let's Ooh. let's throw it back. Let's go back. We haven't done this in forever. Yes, let's give the girls a mental health tip. Let's let's throw it back. Oh my uh, god! My mental health tip this week. Know your worth. Stand in your truth. Mm. Okay. We get. It's easy to get lost in the idea of someone else's dream of, of getting caught up in other people's fantasies, uh, getting caught up in the smoke and mirrors of smoke of, of social media, all that shit and feeling like you're not worth it and you don't got it in you. Fuck that. Know your worth, stand in your truth, whatever it is that you are great at stand up in that and walk firmly in because even if it's something that somebody else is already doing, to quote Super Sent, this is one of the greatest things I've ever heard her say before. Don't nobody do it like you do it. Okay. Fuck it. If it's a million people out there doing the same thing that you do, nobody does it like you do it, so we need it from your perspective. Hello. Point blank, period. Don't what nobody. you got, Fred? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Wow. I got you with this one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, you did. But I've been, if you guys know me, you know I'm a music head. So mm-hmm. one album that I've been dissecting a little closer um, is India Sean's Before We Go Deeper. Okay. And the outro to the album is a song called Just You. Um, In the song, I believe she's a poet or a life coach or something of the sort. Her name is Kay Fox. And she said something in regards to getting to know you past personas, past personalities, getting to know the core you. So my mental health tip is start asking yourself the right questions. Mm. When I say start asking yourself the right questions is you have to be able to challenge yourself. And when you ask yourself those questions, you'll nine times out of 10 find out that the answer is already within you. Mm. 
You just have to figure out the answer. So yeah. ask yourself the right questions as you go through your mental health journey, as you go through your detox. Really take the time out to get to know you and get mm -hmm. deeper into you. Because she did say something else that stuck out. And she was like, you're more than just this body. You're, you're a heavily experienced. Whew. Well. And that yeah. is how we will leave y'all this week. Thank you yes. for listening to another episode of Who Raised You Hoes. If you guys do not know, we are sweet talkers around these parts. Mm -hmm. So, we're, 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 what are we doing here? Okay. Okay. Have y'all been watching Game 1? Kyra just dropped a new video, by the way. And bitch, let me tell y'all something. Gamer One, oh baby, the production over on Gamer One. Top tier. Kyron is doing his big one, bitch. Like, Kyron, bitch, you, I, I told you the other day, you look fucking amazing and you are killing it. I am so proud of you. Y'all go watch Gamer One. Oh my, oh my God, I can't. I can't. It's everything. Mm. Yes, game of one chasing your face over there. You know, my lovely co-host over here is still doing the things over over there, holding it down while Makari's on a little, P little PTO, That's holding right. it down. Okay? That's right. Y'all better get into Dragon. Y'all better. New episode coming soon, ho. We are talking about the things. Make sure you come over. You like, you comment, you subscribe. You share with the friends, share with a foe, share with a oh bitch, do the thing. And that goes the same thing with us, you guys. Make sure y'all like, rate, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until next week, we'll see you hoes later. Peace out. Bye! Bye, girl. We'll holler at y'all later. Bye!